today on Laura Lynn and Friends. I know Canada is struggling with the same problems in their provinces. Um, and I can only tell you that, that you have that power, that there is a patriot gene in you. Even if you don't feel it right now, find that, that event, find that motive, listen to the call, and then answer. Hello everyone and welcome to the beginning of the last days. My name is Laurel Lynn Tatter Thompson and if you watch this show you know I'd love to read from my dad's Bible. Uh, he marked it up from the front to the last page and so it's easy to find something that he has underlined and something he thought was important. I don't think that my dad ever understood that I would be taking his Bible and using it on my show for the rest of my life <laughs> because I am. I will be doing that. I will be using my father's Bible for the rest of my life. It gives me guidance. It gives me comfort. Uh, he was a tremendous man of the word and he was such a wise and a very kind man and a very brave man. And he was full of courage as well. And so um, two years ago when he passed away, that was sadness to us. But we know where he is. And so I know I'm going to see him again. I opened it up. Psalms 91 verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. My dad had this old English version of the Bible. And um, it's funny because uh, he has written beside it in red letters, Atomic War. And my dad always understood the times. Um, so it's funny, he would have Atomic War that a thousand may fall at your right side, but it will not come nigh thee. And you know, God uh, has promised that he will take care of us, that he will be with us in times of difficulty, stress, and strain. And if you've been watching what's been going on in the United States of America, uh, like myself, you may have been very concerned as we have watched the extreme injustice. Uh, what a pile of nonsense to have seen the J6. Um, I believe that uh, our guest is going to tell, tell us that they'd like to call them hostages at this point, being held in prison. And we've had many of them on, in fact, those who have already spent time and have come here to tell their stories and our hearts are with them because in Canada we have four men that have been in prison for well over 600 days now and they are also in need of justice. Uh, there have been accusations alleged against them and some pretty dark and horrible days. Uh, one of the two of these men have children and uh, it's very difficult and hard on them. Please send letters of a hope to them so that they can uh, feel some love at Christmas. And we do hope that justice is coming for them, but it has been hard, just like in the United States of America. Let me introduce an incredible man to you today, somebody who uh, must have incredible character, incredible courage, and also he has responded to a calling that not many in his position in life would want to respond to. Something happened that completely changed Tim Rivers' life. It altered the course of his destiny. An intersection was made and he understood that he wasn't going to be going into retirement the way that a lot of people do. Listen to this about him. So he is the author of the American Gulag Chronicles. 
He was a retired IT engineer, a Fortune 100 executive and writer. In 2021, he began writing letters to support uh, January 6th prisoners and to document their stories and their messages to supporters and to America. Together with Marie Goodwin, J6 mother and activist, they created J6 Patriot News, telling America up-to-date information about the state and mistreatment of these patriots and how they could help them. In 2022, he founded the American Gulag Chronicles and began publishing the letters, art, and stories of America's new political prisoners to the public. Please welcome Tim Rivers. Tim, thank you very much for being with us. So, so if this is true, what I'm reading here, uh, not too long ago, you kind of expected that maybe you'd be playing golf and having long vacation times and relaxing after doing a lot of hard work to become, you know, a Fortune 100 executive. But your life has completely gone a different direction. Yeah, in fact, I was doing all those things. I wasn't just looking forward to them. I was actually doing them. Um, I was in full retirement and enjoying myself. And then came the 2020 election. And like millions of Americans, I woke up the morning after November 3rd and wondered what had happened in America. And I started working with a group about uh, that was doing election integrity work here in Florida called Defend Florida. We were running around knocking on people's doors and comparing what they had done to the voter rolls, trying to decide you know, if, if we had accurate voting, and we did not. And from there, I ran into a bunch of people that were starting to write to these folks who were being nabbed for going to D.C. on January 6th to protest that election. Um, and, and they were amazing people. I just couldn't believe I'd bumped into these folks. And, um, you know, I, activism is something that I've always done in life, but it's always been okay, we're going to go on the street corner with this group of people for a while and protest the vaccine. Or, And by the way, we loved your convoy. We tried to do it here in America with a, a little less success than you guys. But uh, all of these things were very important to Americans. And that's kind of why I you know, enjoyed speaking my mind and, and doing Americans' duty, which is to, to tell your government what you expect of them. And I wrote a letter because I bumped into these people. I noticed that you had the the addresses of where to write your prisoners and we do that here through a group called the patriot mail project and i'd like to share those addresses with that group so that americans can write to your patriots as well thank and you through that I, I just grabbed just randomly grabbed a name out of this big hat at that time there were about 300 people had been arrested and um and i wrote to this person tell them how much i was sorry of what was happening to him and how much i understood about the election and how I honored his commitment. And I got a letter back from him almost immediately. And that's what did it. Because this was a four-page letter from a retired ranger in Green Beret who'd served 22 years in the military with three bronze stars, served in all of the major conflicts that America has been in in the last 20 years, and had been working for the last 10 years as a State Department protectorate asset. And this man is sitting in a prison right this minute, right this second, here on on December the 11th, 2023, and he was arrested in March of 2021, he has not seen trial. Now, this is a travesty in America. We expect due process. We expect appropriate behavior from our justice system and our law enforcement. And I think that letter disabused me of all of those things. But most importantly, it broke my heart because this was truly somebody who did not deserve to be there, a father of two beautiful children, 
and this travesty has destroyed his life. He's lost everything. His marriage is broken up. His home is gone. His cars, his vehicles, his military honor stripped. And none of us can stand that. Um, that did something to me, Laura. It, and I felt something almost break inside. And I'd like to now, in retrospect, three years, I'd like to say it didn't break. It was actually something that broke out. Um, it was a patriot gene that I think everybody, regardless of what country you live in, has. That, that you have an honor for your country, for your patria. Um, and, and many of us forget about that and just go about our daily lives and take for granted the gifts of liberty and freedom that we have. But this, this time, I was seeing it destroyed. And it kind of ignited the spark into me, and, and I don't even, I can't even understand it, but I was a calling that you had to do something for your country and for these people. And I've always been told, just like you, I, I have Bibles from my grandmother and, and was given Bible verses. All the children were given Bible verses when they were born to remember and to use as paths in their lives. Mine was 2 Timothy 2.15. And so my job is to rightly divine the words of truth. And I could see falsehoods here. Uh, in what the government was doing and truth in what these men were writing to me. And that's why we created J6 Patriot News and eventually Gulag Chronicles was to deliver their messages, which had stopped coming to Dear Tim, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Rivers. It started coming in Dear America, Dear Patriot Family, Dear American Patriots. And so the letters had stopped belonging to me and they were now belonging to my country. And I needed to deliver them, and that's what we did with the book. And we're still doing it. You know, that patriotism that you speak about, I was recently thinking about it because um, it is very special to America, actually. Um, our prime minister in Canada told us that we're uh, a post-national state and that we don't really have an identity. And he robbed us. It's so untrue. And we need to redefine ourselves, everyone. We need to define what it means to be Canadian because uh, I, I hear the songs, I see the tears in the eyes of Americans. It's a very special thing. You know, when, when your anthem uh, talks about the rocket's red glare, um, bombs bursting in air, and then through the night, you know, that the flag was still there. Like, it's just so incredibly moving and um my father was american so he taught me a love for america but i have really always lived in canada other than four months in the united states as a kid but um uh, i i really envy the patriotism because i think that other than the freedom convoy 2022 when something a sovereign move of god brought people from across canada to converge for our safety, to beg for, for our, you know, bodily autonomy, to beg for freedom, literally. And, and we got treated very badly at the end of it. But it was, up until the end, it was really a phenomenal thing. So I honor that. And I, I, I think that maybe that's, that is God's love for the country of America that you feel in your heart. And it is God's stirring that he would say, that at this hour that you're not done, even though, you know, I, I hope you do still get to play a little bit of golf and all of that in the middle of this. But he said to you, you're not finished. There's something more that you need to do. And the hour is now to stand up for those that are being incarcerated, imprisoned and taken hostage 
for no good reason at all, which is how I see the prisoners of J6. Uh, many of them, I guess some of them did some bad things. We sure saw, we, sh we, we saw some of them and we've heard about infiltration of Antifa, uh, the CIA being promoters. Uh, what, what have you discovered about that day since it took place? I, we don't have enough time, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you to the resources where you can learn all of this because you need to know truth, right? You need to be able to divine truth. And um, I think the best way to do that is first-person testimony. Who, If you were there that day, if you were experiencing it, if you're in prison and you're telling your story now, if you're watching a video, which is the second best method because those can be altered, with your own eyes, you can see what happened and draw your own conclusions. And I always tell people to do that, to always seek the truth, to don't just listen to the narrative and accept it as fact, because we know it's not. Uh, for many, many years, news has not been trustworthy. Uh, and so we are forced as individuals to seek it out ourselves. And the best way to do that is to get it from the horse's mouth. And if you'll go to j6patriotnews.com, that's j6patriotnews.com, you can not only read these letters from these prisoners and read their messages that we get every day through core links and secures. We're in constant communication with these people across the nation. Look at my map. Look how many pins are in that map. Every one of those pins represents a prison where a J6 prisoner is being held. I have 12, over 1,200 people arrested in this country, and they're still arresting them. They arrested somebody here in my county not even a month ago, right, just down the road from my son. And they, they're continuing to do it in this um, this extreme shock and awe methodology, you know, to have your neighbors become afraid. Because the entire narrative here, Laura, is fear. It's all about fear. It's about inculcating fear. Fear in you, fear in me, fear of COVID, fear of government, fear of all the terrible things that can happen. You don't have to be scared. Don the armor of God and live your life. Um, Where would I find that map here, Tim, on your uh, website? Go to jail updates. Jail, jail updates. Update. Okay. Now, there's a listing of every single, if you go up a little bit, you should be able to see the map. Okay. Federal Bureau of Prisons. Every one of these, every one of these locations. I don't know where the map went. Yeah, I know. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it for a second. Mm -hmm. I, I live in Florida. I have 128 J6 defendants in my state. That 128. Um, it's just an amazing number. I know you've seen how many people were arrested for convoy and for protesting and, and even for church uh, ministers for holding church services. That's who the people that these J6s are meeting and these prisoners are in these prisons. They're, they're not just protesters. They're, they're people who fought the vaccine. They're people who decided they had to re they had to worship it was their right there are people who protested there are people who were uh, basically abortion protesters pro-life protesters that's who are in these prisons parents who go to school board meetings it's time to wake up and realize that if you do not stand for these people if you do not speak out remember silence is complicit if you know these things and you don't act and you don't speak then Basically, you're you're next. That's just the bottom line. You're next. And in this book, that's really Laura. That's what the book was all about. Um, I'd love to show you. Th this is this is one of the letters. I look at the art that this gentleman produces. Let me get it closer to the camera for you. This is he's, it, this letter is called the MAGA Tribe. 
Uh, this is a gentleman named Kyle Fitzsimon. He's now serving in a prison here in my state. Um, and he sent me in not only this, it says that sometimes they don't have paper, they have to write it on the back of official forms. And always they put on there, that is the national anthem, oh say can you see through dawn's early night. And yes. when you get to that stanza, they always say still there, they holler it out because they are still there and they're still singing. Yes. But their words, man, their words are just, oh. I, I don't know. So, you know, I'd love to read the letters to you. I don't know if we have the time, but there's a, there, I definitely want to read the ending sure. of this one. because it's Sure, please, important. please go ahead, read it. Um, yeah. So he comes in here, he says, if change, if change can be brought to what voices are heard, or at least not hidden, I have great hope for the future of discourse in our country. America is great. And Tim, it's folks like you who can keep it that way. Thank you for your advocacy and your attention to us. It's an honor not to be forgotten here. In so many of my letters, I get responses back where people express disbelief that I actually ended up encouraging them. And I hope that this one is no different. You can't win a surrender. And with folks like you at our back, we're not going to quit. Don't give up the ship, Tim. It's a long way to shore. God bless you. Kyle Fitzsimons from the cells of the DC DOC. Wow. All of these letters are like that, folks. I'm just going to apologize right now because when you read the first, I let you look at the first 14 pages of the book for free at lettersfrompris.us. I apologize because you're going to cry. Um, these these letters are so poignant. They're so heartbreaking. Their patriotism, their fealty, and Laura, their faith. They were denied pastoral services. They served as each other's pastors for almost a year and a half. Um, they prayed. People have come to Christ in the prison with without you know any any pastoral care uh, bibles have been stolen and taken from them and even damaged by the staff who are horribly leftist and now i'm talking about the dc gulag but i can tell you that in bureau of prisons across this nation it's kind of the same um and so these are the these are the men and women those words their art their stories that's what we put in this book and it tells their lives for an entire year of incarceration without process uh, from December, I mean, excuse me, September of 2021 through September of 2022. And the second book, which we'll go to press in about two days, called The Art of Confinement, picks up the Chronicles in October of 2022 and brings it right up to your doorstep for October of 23. You will hear these men's words, you will experience what's happening to them and see what's going on in the courts, the sentences, the abuse. Um, that's why these books are written. That's why these books are published. You're going to see the letters, just like I showed you this letter in the book. You see the actual letters. You read the clear-cut transcripts. You hear their stories, their biographies, who they are, who their families are. And uh, this is truly a travesty in America. We, we feel like um, we are witnessing the death of the republic. And when you're called to an emergency, you answer. And that's what so many people here in this country are doing, myself and so many others in this fight. Um, on that front page of that website, you'll find dozens of organizations with people like me who put down their lives and, and came to fight um, to the front lines. Everybody's chosen a piece of this battlefield to try and save America and save our republic. And I, I appreciate that because we sure do love our country. We sure do love uh, this land. And uh, I personally, as an American and a Canadian, I really love America as well. And to see what's happened. Um, Tim, are, are you saddened? Because it doesn't seem like justice has been done. We watched BLM riot and burn mm -hmm. down 
uh, buildings and take police station areas hostage. We, we watched all this crazy and no, nothing ever happened to these guys. But these few people, we've had a fellow on here um, from J6. He spent time in jail, uh, three months, I think. But it, he had a lot more years that, that were potentially he was going to be getting. But he walked in, he had video, he did a fist bump with the police officer, was not asked to leave. And you've got this guy, Ray Epps, we can see on the screen, who seemed to be inciting the crowd to do something crazy. And to my knowledge, nothing's happened to him. No, no um, well, he has been charged, but, but with disorderly conduct. Hmm, that sounds really vicious. Um, I guess really we all are, we, we, in America, we're saying that we've devolved into a two-tier justice system, one for the reigning political mentality and one for the opposing mentality. Um, Hunter Biden can spend 800, I'm, I'm just amazed. I, I, I imagine the guy Shocking. must have huge sexual disease issues. He spent 867,000 listed on prostitutes and then another yes. 1.6 million from ATMs. I'm just wondering, you know, what kind of condition this poor guy is in. But you got to wonder that he walks around free and that yeah. the only thing they can come up with, despite the fact that he's he's basically been acting as a foreign agent, selling his family's influence in this country. And yet he walks around free. But people who were simply walking around the Capitol building are being arrested in violent takedowns and charged with all kinds of ridiculous sentences. Um, it is a two tier justice system that we're witnessing. And. We're really confused in America on how we will repair it. Um, how do we undo years of neglect of patriotism? What is wrong with, question. yes, I see it. What is wrong with Liz Cheney? Do you have any insight into how she can be so misguided? Is she blackmailed? Is she, is, is she bought off? What is wrong with her? They have TDS. It's a horrible disease. It's very catchy. If you stand around certain people long enough, it's called Trump derangement syndrome. Right. And right now we don't think there's a cure for it. <laughs> <laughs> it it really is that. It's this, right. It's this hatred, right, for, for Trump that is so strong that, that uh, now they're saying, you know, we just can't allow him to run. It just cannot happen. And this is a very... A very dangerous time for America, but thank God, God is in charge and in full control. So we're going to trust God. We do actually pray for the protection of Donald Trump and even people like Tucker Carlson, who has been such a, a courageous person. We we pray for people that are are standing up like this. But um, these this justice system that is doing this to these men, do you think that can be overturned if you have a new election and potentially? Donald Trump comes in? I do, but I'm going to tell you right now that I, I feel that no matter how the election turns out, that uh, there will be turmoil in this country. Um, I, I, I don't want that to be. Trust me, I'm, I'm not praying for it or asking for it, but I just feel that, that the division in this country has gone so deep and that the, the ruling party and the ruling culture has become so violent and so willing to inflict harm and damage Whereas the opposition is just the other way. They're more likely to be on their knees with their hands clasped in prayer, you know, looking for guidance or, or looking for, for justice. 
those people, literally, some of them were in prayer groups on January 6th, huddled with their arms around each other, their heads bowed, and officers yes. fired explosives into the groups, beat them with batons, sprayed them with gas. Um, so I, I want to reinforce that this is a little bit more than just the J6ers. This is about culture. This is about morality. This is about ethics. This is about honor. And we're seeing these things degrade badly in, uh, in our current situation in America. But I, I am so heartened that I constantly are bumping into these amazing people. I can only call them heroes who, who just basically saw the need and have stepped forward into the gap. Patriot Mail Project, please visit PatriotMailProject.com. Write a prisoner a letter. I'm going to get your prisoners in there so that Americans can write and give support to them as well. You can visit us at j6patriotnews.com. Watch, listen to the letter. We post letters all week long, folks. I get letters all day. Check, look at this. Look at this. All day I get letters. And all day my people get letters. And they all send them in, and we post those for you to read so you can stay up on what's happening and hear these men and women's messages to America. It's very important because their messages are for you and for you, Canada. It's for anybody who loves liberty and freedom and has mm -hmm. concerns about that being there for their children and grandchildren. Um, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shocking thing to watch the violent rhetoric. Um, when you watch your left-leaning news, uh, they, they seem to, they think that Donald Trump is going to destroy the, um, the nation and become a dictator. Uh, he made a joke about that, but he's never been a dictator. He didn't want to lock people up. He didn't want to force things on people. He wasn't that kind of leader at all. He wanted freedom for all. And uh, people, even that are in my own family in the United States, are, are somewhat deceived uh, and buying into this nonsense. And then Hunter Biden, of course, just seeming to you know, thank goodness, maybe there's a chance for some justice there, but it's just all upside down. I, um, I, I often hear people ask me, what can we do? We're seeing all of this. We understand what's wrong. We see the injustice of it. Well, what can we do? Um, there's, so, there's so many simple things you could do to get involved in your country and, and in my country. The easiest thing to do is start writing letters, write to your congressman, write to your your provincial representatives, write to these prisoners. I'm going to tell you the address again, please. PatriotMailProject.com. There's an amazing story behind that organization that we may not have time to go into, but these guys have been around for over 20 years, providing a link for prisoners and political hostages to their supporters outside the jail cells. Um, this is how I got involved. I wrote a letter through this project and got a reply back that completely switched me on. Um, and I continue to get letters every day that, as, as that gentleman says, here is a prisoner who's been in prison for over two years, doesn't get to see his children, he's locked up in a horrible BOP for doing something nonviolent, and yet he tries to encourage me. Um, these are amazing people. I would really love you to meet them. You can meet them through the book. And uh, while you do that, while you meet these people and while you possess a piece of history, because, folks, I'll tell you this right now, these books are either going to be very important over the next two decades as a retrospective of what happened during this period of time or going to be the most banned books on the planet. Either way, you're going to want a copy. Uh, letters from prison.us. 
will take you to our site. You can look at the first 14 pages of book one. Book two is on its way to the printer right now, covering the second year, and that will be available. You can even buy a two-book set for a big discount. Every penny that does not go to the printer or to shipping or to manage the, you know, the mailings and the organization, every penny goes to J6 families because this is the collateral damage that we don't talk about. Your men who are in prison have families. They have children. They have loved ones, mothers, fathers. Some of them have grandchildren because they're, they're basically like me. They're way over the hill, but yet they're, they're not so far over the hill that they can't be a target for tyranny. And so you can, you can really help these children because this year is our third annual Christmas drive for the children of January 6 hostages. Uh, most of these families are in dire need. Their loved one, their breadwinner is often gone. Some have lost their homes. Some have children living with relatives because they can no longer afford to live together. Many are, are sustained by the money that we produce from our fundraisers and donations to help them stay in their homes, keep their cars running, pay their mortgages, feed their children. And this year, this year, our third year of uh, rounding up prisoners in America, I have 100 and over 125 children who need help for Christmas this year and their families need help. And so this is our third annual January 6th Children's Christmas Drive. And if you wow. go to that site, mailproject.com and click on the Christmas Drive, you can be an angel to a child in need this year who's missing a parent who is suffering under some really horrible, um, let's face it, our culture can be cruel. Children, even adults in churches, and so they can be very cruel. Many of these people have lost all of their social interactions and they are literally hiding in their homes against Antifa, Sedition Hunters, BLM. You can help these people get through this holiday. It means so much to the prisoners to know that we are caring for their families. It just, every letter, folks, every single letter somewhere in here, I'm so grateful for what you do. Thank you for writing me. Thank you for caring. Thank you for not forgetting. And so this is your mission. All of you remember, uh, I'm sure Matthew, there's a very famous um, scripture in Matthew that talks about the king. Uh, excuse me, I let my phone go to sleep. Talks about the king talking to his people. He says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat and I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in and I needed clothes and you clothed me and I was sick and you looked after me and I was in prison and you came to visit me. And when they said, Lord, we never did these things for you, the king replies, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. This is your injunction from the Bible to care for those in need. It is the, 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 the motto, the credo of the Good Samaritan in life. And all of us can be that. All of us are that. Maybe we don't express it often enough. And here's your chance in life to strike a, a blow for good, to rescue a child in need, to succor a family in sorrow. Um, this is our this is our job. This is why we're called. I truly believe that's why I was called. I don't even understand it. I should have died in 2017 after being injured in Hurricane Irma. Miraculously, I survived, and I guess God saved me for this. Wow. There's something that needs I remember that one. So, so were you in a in a day in the hot spot in a danger zone? Yeah, it went right over our house, but I was actually injured, injured in the cleanup, helping do cleanup, um, and was in the hospital for ICU 10 days and, and oh. basically 30 days in post-surgical. 
but I think everybody thought I was going to expire. I'm pretty sure my, my surgeon did from the look on his face. Mm. But for, for some reason or another, I was allowed to survive. And then along comes 2020 in my mission. And so you don't know what's waiting for you folks. You don't know what God has in store. You don't know when the call will come. But when it comes, you must answer. I love that because I want to be useful to God for the rest of my life. Like all of these years, the next coming years. And so that that's very inspiring to me. Are they still rounding up these uh, prisoners? Because I heard some news item about still going in with the SWAT teams and getting people still. They are indeed. We're we're well over 1,280 prisoners. Donald Trump was 12 uh, indicted prisoner 1,206. Um, this is really, we don't understand it. We, we don't, you know, two, two, three years past it and you're rounding up non-peaceful or peaceful protesters as if they were ISIS. Um, it is a travesty and that's one of the reasons there are so many people involved at this front line trying to bring this message out. You know, I talked about my website, j6patriotnews.com where Marie and I keep everybody abreast of what's happening. We post these letters. We post uh, all the listings of the prisoners, how you can write to them. We post there are calls to action on a regular basis, how to call and get involved. And uh, on that front page, if you go down on the bottom of that front page, you're going to see dozens of organizations that have gotten into this fight. And every single one of them needs your support, needs your volunteerism, needs your heart, because they're all trying for the same thing. We're all trying to rescue the republic, to succor those in need, and to honor Matthew 25 uh, in its principles to come to the aid of those who need you. I really want to pull that up, uh, j6patriotnews.com. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that is that you're going to find an incredible amount of information there with links to all of our different organizations that work on this project. Uh, our, we do regular op-eds there on a major just to keep you informed on what's happening on the current. If you look at the blogs, yep. if you go to the blogs and go down to letters from prison, or letters from J6ers. Yep. And click on that and you'll see all these letters. We post letters on a regular basis. There's my buddy, Jeff McKellar. Jeff is the person I received that first letter from. Okay. Uh, all of these letters are current. We post them. I've got a team of volunteers who work tirelessly to, to decode the writing on the bad, you know, the bad handwriting and everything and give you a clean transcript that you can read. We tell you about the people. We give you the way to communicate with them so you can write them and they will write you back. And ladies and gentlemen, if one of those letters doesn't set your heart on fire and, and make that Patriot gene, if you're looking for a way to make that Patriot gene pop out of its shell, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. and, and when will, let's say, Jeff McKellop, when does he get out? We don't know because he's never seen trial. What? Jeff has been in prison since March of 2021 and has never seen trial. Yeah, there's a big silence <sighs> there. <laughs> we're, we're a gas. He's not alone. He's not alone. My wife and I um, just visited Jeremy Brown here in Citrus County Jail. Another 20-year retired Master Sergeant Green Beret, decorated. Um, he's been in prison for the same amount of time. They snatched him up here in, in Clearwater, Florida, not 20 miles from my house. And he's been incarcerated ever since then uh, and still hasn't seen trial for, for J6. Uh, these are the things that Americans are, they don't want to know. They, and when they know, they don't want to believe. And when they see it with their own eyes, they want to turn away. 
you may not turn away. This is not something you can avoid. Because if you do, that next tap on the shoulder, they're coming for you. Wow. I want to read you, I think, uh, JT, this share. So this was a lady that was just at, when you say no trial, uh, they they finally, um, they finally got started, uh, you know, um, having a trial for the, the coots for. Um, so this right. lady is sitting right. there. Oh, this guy, sorry, sorry, my eyes, uh, it's very small on my screen here. But it says, today I'm sitting uh, inside the courtroom in Lethbridge, Alberta, where the pretrial for the Coots 4 accused is taking place. This was just a few days ago, right? I think, G. Yeah. The, the men uh, are, today, the men are brought in with shackles on their feet into the largest courtroom in Lethbridge that's almost full. Two empty rows designated for accredited media but I'm the only one sitting there. This is a high profile case, but there is no other media here. In fact, one of the empty media row is being used as a place to put jackets on. Tony, um, that's one of the guys, his lawyer resigned today and he's watching the proceedings with careful eyes and turns toward his mother with a smile time to time. Precious. Chris Lysak has a new lawyer and he's not hiding his body language of approval, disapproval as the proceedings continue. Jerry Morin, he's wearing a Christmas themed sweater. There are some in the crowd who dressed up with ornaments to give them the Christmas feeling. Chris Carbert has his arms crossed sitting. He has a bail hearing scheduled to take place next week. There was what appears to be a silent protest by two individuals who failed, refused to raise when the judge returned to the courtroom. They were warned by a sheriff to raise next time. It is expected that a new date will be determined by the court given the resignation of Tony's defense counsel. And Lord knows we don't know everything that's going on. And uh, it it's, um, it's absolutely staggering. And it just seems like we're not a banana republic, right? We're supposed to be mm. a real country with real justice innocent until proven guilty and you've got you know what shocks me uh we've had these very anti um anti uh jew you know um pro yeah pro-palestinian um you know marches that have gone on and some of them have turned violent just like the blm and it just seems like everybody can do anything but people who patriotically walked through the Capitol with the police not even telling them to leave have gotten themselves in such trouble. Uh, I, I guess really, you know, it's, um, it, it is a two-tier justice system, but we kind of look at the, at the culture shock that most of us are experiencing here in America. Okay, so I'm in my late 60s. You know, I'm, I'm a boomer. Um, a very different culture that I grew up in. I, we had to take problems of American democracy before we could graduate high school. That was Americanism versus communism for those who never took the course. We were educated to respect our country with the Ronald Reagan type ethics um, that patriotism is a duty for all Americans. I'm always reminded that. Look at this letter, somebody. Can you read what's put on the corner? It says, duty is ours, results are God's. Uh, yes. That's basically you know, the duty is ours, and and mm. and if there is a a um, an action of God, an intervention in man, it happens through man. Mm. It happens through man, and that's each of us. And so I really think that um, 
what you're seeing in your country and what you're seeing in our country are are they're two different parts of the same creature, the same demon that um, that our cultures are fighting. This this um, this loss of identity. Who am I? What do I stand for? Where am I? Right. I mean, we see this in this these new generations. They're lost souls, and I am I'm not sure how we recover them, but I am sure that if we do not try, that the next generations will be lost as well. And so I. I I'm not sure how to approach this other than to say stand fast, stand on your values, use your honor, don the armor of God and stand for what's right. And no matter what happens, no matter what happens, if you do those things, it will be okay. No right. matter what comes out of it. Tim, before we let you go, um, are is there times when these guys, I know uh, that a couple have taken their lives and people... Mm -hmm. After this, even police officers who just got so smeared, you know, um, uh, do, do they get really down? I mean, it it's, might be a really hard time, Christmas and everything coming too. We lost one this week. Mm -hmm. We lost one this week. Um, yes, it's very hard. Um, you know, the one everybody knows is Matthew Perna, but there are so many more who have just given up who who have run the gauntlet done their best and then simply been beaten down um agree to a plea and then have the department of justice come after them to throw them in jail for 20 years it, it's been it's been a um it's been a sacrifice i i read somewhere that sometimes sacrifice is unavoidable but necessary these men and women are sacrificing for our freedoms our liberties we should not let those be sacrificed in vain. We should remember them, honor them, stay in contact with them, succor and support them um, before we become them. If you'll go to lettersforprison.us, you can do that. You can help these men and women. All the proceeds from these books go to them. Uh, the nonprofit organization I formed takes that money, distributes it to those in need. People come to us all the time. I'm about to lose my car. I can't pay my payment. I don't have any money for food for the children. That's where these those dollars that you buy that book with. That's where they go, and um, and so you can you can help, you can help yourself, you can help them, you can help your country, you can help God. Amen. Letters, Amen. Letters from prison. Letters from prison. Us. Okay, and we'll yeah we've got everything in the description so uh, people can find it if we if they didn't catch it as you said it or uh, putting it up on the screen. Um, Tim, thank you so much. Uh, are, are you, do you feel fulfilled? My final question to you, God altered the course of your life. Um, are you, I'm sure you're feeling a tremendous sense of purpose at this time. Grateful, I think is the word. Grateful. I, I've served, I served so many people in my career at IBM. I work with federal government and military troops. I have a great respect for special forces because I worked with them for so many years. Uh, and I feel grateful that at the end of my life, I can do something so meaningful and touch so many people with such little effort. And I tell you, if you're listening to me, that you can do this too. There is nothing special about me. I am just an ordinary human being. And I can do that. You can too. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And God bless you, Tim. Please let Thank everyone you. know that they're in our prayers. Uh, families across the world will be bowing to say a word of support for these men. Tell them not to give up. 
tell them to await for God's justice and for God's vindication. And uh, God bless you, Tim, for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, one of my favorite scriptures, uh, maybe I'll turn to it before we leave today, but it's Isaiah 35, verses 3 to 5. No, not yet. <clears throat> You're just having your own little show over there today, oh, JT. <laughs> no, no, I'm just getting you ready for later. Uh, but it's one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 35, verses 3 to 5, and I'll read it to you before I go today. Um, that God's vindication comes. Like when we think about that, uh, there was that one guy, uh, the J6er, that um, Tucker Carlson, basically, he released this footage. And it's Jacob, Jacob Chansley or something like that. And this guy has ended up being set free because a guy like Tucker Carlson got a hold of the footage and released it. And I wanted to show you that Tucker is not done. You know, Tucker lost his job maybe very well because he was so, um, you know, he spoke out loud so strongly for these J6 prisoners, but he has got uh, a new media network that he's releasing, and I thought you should all know about it so you can sign up, because I did. The guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much and it killed them. We're driving to see Julian Assange. Believe me when I wait, tell wait, you. Wait, 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 I should be no. boycotting Bud Light. Fantastic job, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> that was amazing. Tucker Carlson Network. Oh man, is it a whole network? Can I get a show on there? I mean, is there any way? I can dream big, can't I? All right. Well, I just love him. And, you know, before he was fired, I would always say, listen, if you want to, we told you guys, if you want to see the most important things for mankind to know in this hour, you need to watch Tucker Carlson every single night. And he would just bat it, you know, out of the ballpark. And didn't we used to have fun when we, because we, you know, we'd gather our information from what we were watching in the day. And then sometimes Tucker Carlson would be covering the same things. And we always kind of measured what we did that day by whether Tucker uh, covered it that night. And so I just honor him. You know what? He's a real person. Say a prayer for him. Him, Donald Trump, uh, the people that are trying to fight for our countries. These are the people that could use a little help and a little prayer every night. Pray for the people that are out front and put themselves out there. Uh, my website is laurelin.tv. Thank you very much for your support. You know, it means the world to us. We do this because it's a calling for us. We can't just, you know, go into something else and try to figure out what to do and sell horseshoes or whatever. We have got to present the truth. So we get up every day and look at what's happening in the world and figure out how to bring you the truth and we support you know the Canadian initiatives as well as what's going on globally and in the United States because it's very important we're very tied to our US brothers and sisters and unfortunately uh, what Biden is doing is what Trudeau has been doing and that's basically been 
destroying our country. So everybody, if you can go to our website and you see that donate now button right there, if you can make a donation and let us know that you're with us, you stand with us, you also get an income tax receipt. So you can use that for your income taxes and you're supporting a good work. You support the events that we do. You support the programs that we do, bringing God into real life news items, bringing him right into the center of it so that we know that God is our only source. He's the only way out of this. And uh, heaven is probably the true, true only way out of all of this. I kind of think that it's going to come down to that 100%. And so I just thank you um, for watching. Thank you to, to those of you who donate anonymously. You don't have to put your name down. It's very kind of you. I love when you do because then I can send you a thank you note. And you could become a monthly partner if you'd like to do that. It'll just come off automatically and you don't have to think about it. Or if you'd like to make a one-time donation, that is awesome. And you have no idea how much it means. It's the difference between us being able to do this and not being able to do it. And uh, there have been some rough months. Um, and you, we just trust God. Like this is a complete faith walk for us. And I love it personally. Uh, JT, not so much. But I like it because God always comes through for us. And we have people that help us. And we believe that a workman... Uh, is worthy of his hire. And so we need to bless people who help us to do work. So it's an ongoing thing and it's a real startup. And if you can be part of it, that means you're part of the blessing. When people come up to us and they say, you know, um, you've saved my life by pieces of information that we've put out there. When we, when we do that, if you've helped us to do what we're doing, you have, you have contributed to the harvest that we are seeing in the truth. And the truth is setting people free. And the truth is making a difference. And the truth is bringing light and hope to the world as we get it out. And one thing we do know, we didn't expect it, but this whole area of uh, private uh, producers uh, bringing relevant news to the world, this is a whole new thing. It has to be done. It kind of happened because of COVID. It really did. All of a sudden, everybody, you know, you're sitting at home, you're not allowed out, you know, wear, wear a mask uh, while you're driving in your cars. And you kind of go like, what is going on? And you just hear all of their nonsense. And we went to war. We decided that we would bring the truth. And without knowledge, people perish. So we didn't want people to perish. So we brought knowledge. So thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for supporting us in all that we do. I want to um, leave you with Isaiah. So where's Isaiah? Let's see how fast I... Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, and Isaiah. So it's this way. There we go. So I love these verses in Isaiah 35. And um, at times when people ask me for my autograph, uh, a few times in my life, <laughs> and signing my books and stuff like that, and by the way, I do. If you go to our website, we have t-shirts and we've got books there for sale. My story, Relentless Redemption, is uh, how God rescued me from myself and how he, he gave me back my life after I really screwed up and how he brought me through the shame of my own reckless ways. And he taught me that he loved me no matter what. 
but the cost to receive a true change life was repentance and completely turning from the error of my ways. And that saved me. It saved me. And so when I signed books, this is how we got on this. You can also get t-shirts by the way. But um, when I when I signed books and have uh, different times, I write down my favorite verse and that's Isaiah 35, three to five. It says, strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with a vengeance. With divine retribution, he will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue will shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. It does feel like a desert sometimes. We're going through a lot of stuff. Can you imagine how those uh, prisoners feel? The Coots Four that are in Canada and those that are in the United States of America still awaiting trial, just held there, sicking, sickeningly and indefinitely. So unjust. We just pray for these prisoners in Canada and the US right now that God would be with them, that Lord, as you promise, say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with a vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. We pray for that today. We pray for uh, the two Chris's, for Jeremy, for Tony in Canadian prisons that God would bring divine retribution, that God would come to save them, that they would be comforted at this hour, Christmas time, missing their families, missing their children, that they would be comforted, that they would feel God's grace and his power, that they would know that God's strength is their portion and they're not alone. And for those in the United States of America, people who just literally wandered through a building. Some of them even did prayers. They had a, a time there. You know, if, if someone was bashing in windows and behaving like an idiot, yes, serve your time for your crime. But for those that are really suffering an injustice right now, we pray that God would show up with a vengeance, with divine retribution. Amen. God bless. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.